If you love football, soccer, then you probably love the Apple TV hit comedy Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, a quirky, soccer-naive American coach, finds his way to England where he comes in to manage a fictitious but struggling Premier League side, AFC Richmond. Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. With 20 plus years in and around the beautiful game, both as a chaplain and a press officer before that, I thought I would share in this series some lessons from Ted Lasso, essentially give a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see on the show and mesh them up with my own experience. In the series, I'm going to try not to over-spiritualize what we see on the screen, but I do want to comment on some of the elements that I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter your role or relationship with soccer. Whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staffer, or an executive with The Beautiful Game, I think this series will be fun, creative, and have a little bit of everything for everyone. Just a side note, whilst I've changed this opener from the original one, I will keep the opener for a little while, so if you're listening regularly, when you hear the Ted Lasso theme music at the start of the pod, you can go ahead and skip forward to the two-minute mark to skip the intro and get right into the pod for the day. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with a lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat-trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat-trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! It's Lasso's first official day as coach. First training session and we watch a fun little exchange as he and Coach Beard are on the sidelines. The ever-faithful Coach Beard reminds Lasso that cleats here are called boots. Lasso's a bit puzzled. Wait, I thought you said the trunk of a car was the boot. Also a boot. The exchange leads to one of our Lassoisms, a place where the coaches put together a string of funny words and phrases into a longer, coherent sentence or passage. Lasso asks, So if I get fired from a job putting cleats in the trunk of a car, you would get the boot for putting boots in the boot. Aside from the pun, there's a soft lesson here that's important for us, especially when we enter into a new situation or a new environment. Undoubtedly, there is a vernacular that often accompanies a foreign culture or a new place, and it can be helpful for us to get to know and understand the language. I don't mean necessarily learning a whole new language although it can seem like that when we're uh, in certain cases. But I'm talking more about how language is used in our particular context. We see this play out through the next few episodes of the show. There are certain words that Lasso doesn't quite know the meaning of initially, and several of the supporting cast have to help Lasso with the language. Some of the words are vulgar, mean, and cruel. Others, more perfunctory words. But each word is unique and adds to the color of the environment, to the culture. Football as a global sport has a particular vernacular. Different countries, different languages, and cultures may nuance some of these words, but what I find interesting is that religious language is similar. There is a particular way of speaking. Sometimes athletes who are investigating faith will be curious about the vernacular that they encounter in religious settings and with religious people. And very often as Christian people, I think sometimes we can use language that is difficult for some people to understand, especially people that aren't used to being in a church or religious setting or environment. 
For example, we ask questions like, are you saved? Or have you been born again? There are distinct words and phrases to the Christian faith that sometimes need further explanation. We use words like communion and baptism. Sometimes we use theological words and terms that can sometimes be confusing, even some of the songs we sing. We use language sometimes where maybe we've grown comfortable, but it may seem really strange to someone on the outside looking in or someone that's investigating and exploring the faith in Jesus. We sing songs and hymns about being washed in the blood and other things like that. And if taken literally, it might seem we're part of some ancient cult or something. So what parts of the vernacular where you live, where you work, where you play, where you worship are still difficult for you to understand? Are there words, phrases, concepts that still need explaining? If you're a Christian person of faith, or if you're exploring the claims of Christianity, can I just encourage you? Develop relationships with a pastor, a chaplain, or an older, more mature Christian person. Ask them tough questions about the words that we use. Ask them to help clarify and help you understand key parts and pieces to the faith. I know as a longtime chaplain in football, I haven't always understood the vernacular of the beautiful game, but when I've asked someone to explain it to me, I usually have been met with a receptivity and welcomeness to explain different nuances that are helpful and go a long way for me to understand things about the people that are part of this sport that I've been called to serve. And in a similar way, some of my greatest thrill and joy as a Christian chaplain are the moments when I get to share stories or I get to try and explain different things about Christian faith and about spirituality in general to someone who's inquisitive or exploring. So do it. Learn the language. Learn the vernacular. It will be helpful in so many ways. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.